Whoa. Whoa. Hey, what's up? I hear my voice. I hear my voice. There's a delay. Yeah, it's not that we're going to have a problem. I can't help it. Uh-oh. I had to send back my, well, I had to send back my Bose headphones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm on my other pair. And for some strange reason, they have an echo effect to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna cause, cause problems. Problems. <laughs> and no riders What's the problem with this? You know, we are Ness. We are Ness. Huh? We are Ness. We are the Table Podcast. This is episode number 155. Welcome. Hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. I am Mike. With me is Ivan. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And we toss the ball to Jeff. Hello. And we back? another week we made it to the second half of 2021 already oh my gosh whoa the time she do fly don't she yeah yeah she do sometimes it is what it is or it do what it do well you know sometimes it feels like (laughs) sometimes it doesn't sometimes i feel like the first time (laughs) feels like the very first time yeah, so good. We have the Fourth of July. Hey, uh, Jeff, how was your week? Uh, it it's here. Um, yeah, you know, it was. Uh, honestly, it was been kind of a quiet week for the most part. Um, I didn't have a lot going on because the holiday. You know, pretty much running around, going to fireworks far too many places that I really could care less about. Oh, but where'd you go? There was a golf, there's a golf club over, there was a golf club, there's one, you know, I gotta be honest, I could care the fuck less about fireworks, but my mom is absolutely, like, goes gaga over that shit, and so it became one of those, you know, mitzvah kind of things where it's like, oh, okay. Um, So we ended up one night over, I guess there's a, now I don't understand how this works, there's an Evanston golf golf club and apparent the Evanston Golf Club and it's in Skokie so I don't get that one and then um, over in Glenview they had some and from where we were in Glenview you could also see Northbrook now did so, you, so you you went to two on two nights or went to one on each night on two nights yeah we went to one on each night and you know I really and then I watched Civil War because I needed to see America's ass so you know. <laughs> But, uh... Yeah, I caught a little bit of uh, Winter Soldier. I think it was on FX last night. You know, it was pretty funny. I was like, wow. Ivan, how you doing? Yeah. You see, when I'm Ivan doesn't when, when Ivan doesn't talk for a while, the ambient sound on his end increases. And it then the sound of... Like it just sounds like he's on like a John Deere tractor driving through. Like, <laughs> Sorry, that's guys. what it sounds like. It's like I gotta mulch this here grass. <laughs> he's wearing his uh, hillbilly gym uh, cosplay. Okay. Oh, no, like, yeah, my going. You know my old straw hat. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Why Ivan goes? Why Ivan goes shirtless? Because he's basically sitting on his John Deere tractor, just driving around all over the place. Right. Bringing his, his jug of moonshine. 
Yeah, sitting there, <laughs> sitting there talking about sitting there talking about you know I got this hair cruise ritual to get rid of them kids playing ZZ Top again. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Um, it's, it's all good, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what did I really do? I mean, I, you know, I, I certainly did a couple of rooms and I did a couple of rooms and did some panel events at Clubhouse. But, uh, you know, for the most part, kind of a quiet week. I mean, the only thing, you know, I don't know if you want to get to it now or, or later, but um, I did see the Tomorrow War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. We'll get into that. We'll get into that? Okay, yeah. we'll hold off on that. Yeah. And then um, I started watching, I guess it's in its final season now, and it's seven seasons, but I started watching Bosch on uh, Amazon. And what is I'm, Bosch? Uh, what is that? Bosch is kind of a, he's kind of like an old school detective in today's, kind of the, today's world. I guess he, there's a, there's a guy who's an author who's, it's one of his characters and there's a bunch of novels and, you know, it's a good crime detective show that, you know, honestly, it, it, it's been, it's been interesting to watch so far. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Who is the guy from Iron Eagle, not Lou Gossett, the kid? Oh, guy, I don't know the, the name of that who, kid. The one who was like, Chappie! <laughs> yeah. Every, uh, I, I don't remember that the name of that actor from Iron uh, Eagle. It, I think it's Jason Garrick. That's who it is. So Jason Garrick is the big bad serial killer. And it works. I don't know why it works, but it works. Um... And it's been interesting. Like I said, it's it's you know it's it's been fun. It's been an interesting watch, um, and I'll, I'll continue to check it out. And uh, yeah, so far, very very interesting. I've I've enjoyed it. So um, okay. I'm trying to think of anything else off the top of my head. Other than that, um, I don't really got. I don't think I've got much anything else other than. You know, no, no, it's not. You know, because of the holiday falling on the fo- the holiday falling on the on a Sunday, we didn't do Sunday night stories, and so you know, kind of it was a quiet weekend in yeah. some ways. And um, yeah, there was not much. You know, with the I think Fast Nine still toppled the uh, still number one this weekend. I think. Oh, is it? I don't I, know. I don't know. I didn't check, but no, there's no movies I'm willing to go out to the theaters for. Yet, they're coming though. Soon. Um, I'm just more interested in what's coming out on streaming than it is in the theaters. So I'm not. I say I'm. I'd be okay until to wait until Christmas to see Spider-Man in the theater. That's that's me, honestly. But now I don't think there's anything else that I'm. Uh, when is the? There's nothing, that, there's nothing outstanding that you would just go right to at this moment. No, no, you're right. When's Top Gun Maverick coming out? That's supposed to be oh, Christmas November. time. They put they pushed that to Christmas. Oh, time they too. pushed that back. Yeah, that too. was okay. on one of the cable channels the other night. is coming out in uh, at Christmas time too. Hmm. Sing two is uh, coming yeah, out. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. All right, we talked about yeah. that last. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, that trailer's oh, so we good. Were like, it's coming out this way? No. Not, I'm just kind of attached to it because, you know, it's like, here it is. When you want to see the first one, it's like you go back thinking. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Did you what see the first one, Ivan? No, because of the fact that I was trying to find it on Netflix and they didn't have it. 
and just you know it was just one of those forsaken things where you're just like trying to find the best way to try to get it but wasn't happy for me guys I'm disappointed so sorry uh, but you know I did have a lot going on this weekend though as far as like getting back out there and spinning some tunes you know I was doing a lot of that Friday was over at um, the um, the Cafe Mustache and that was uh, well attended I was quite surprised and uh, it was just a beautiful vibration and uh, it was it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun Real good time. A lot of old friends came back, and was it orgasmic? Uh, you know, it was just everything <laughs> just started just coming in, and you know, it was a nice, it was a nice evening. I was doing a uh, surf music. I was kind of like, I even brought in my own DVDs of like those old cheesy beach party movies. So we were running them in the uh, nice the, uh, in the televisions within the framework of the bar. And just kind of spiced it up that way, and uh, you know we did we dimmed the lights real nice. Yeah, we all fed into that whole vibe, and everybody dug that, and that was a lot of fun. And then uh, let's see, and then uh, I did the uh, I wore myself out on that one, man. It was like you know I couldn't. Uh, I just I was just feeling so bad, you know, after I did it because I poured so much into it. It's kind of like when you're out of training. It's like, you know, when you don't do the usual thing out in the uh, public, after a while, it's kind of like, things are kind of stiff. Yeah, so it was just like, okay, but I made it through, and it was cool, and uh, I just, you know, begged for forgiveness, and I knew what I was going to do to the um, Spinning Wheel uh, Super Spectacular Sunday session, which I dedicated my Saturday session into my Sunday session. And then from there... Uh, I did a private event after that, which was really very cool. So I don't believe I, I don't think I've ever done anything like it. I mean, it was in a nice family atmosphere, and it was just very, it was just wonderful experience. You know, a friend was you know who I had done a, a gig for before, and he's like, hey, can you you know do one like this you know for the Fourth of July? I'm like, yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, it was it was a thing of beauty. It was really very touching. Uh, it was a very happy place uh, on Sunday. And uh, so as far as um, everything else, yeah, just kind of rolling right along and uh, just trying to just keep the groove going. Let's see, I got a thing happening on Thursday over at Save More Liquors. Uh, we're doing Mundo 80s. We're doing all 80s all night, which that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, got a lot of great 80s stuff that's going to be happening. So you're in the neighborhood Thursday. Start. I start at 9. And um, Where is uh, the Save More Liquors? It's at 4060 North Lincoln Avenue. Okay. 4060 North Lincoln Avenue. And, uh, yeah, tell them uh, Jivin sent you. Uh, the owner is uh, Ellie, her name, Ellie uh, Quintana. Very, very lovely lady. And uh, just, you know, she uh, gave me an opportunity. I came and it was like, wow, it was really cool. So hoping to um, hatch a few ideas and, you know, see what happens from here. But very happy with the place. So, yeah, 4060 North Lincoln Avenue, Chicago, uh, Save More Liquors. Yeah, uh, what else is there? And then um, I'm also doing a uh, Chef's Kitchen, uh, Chef Society, uh, another friend who referred me to this place. Uh, it's actually Asian food, so it's really exciting. And um, that'll be happening the 23rd of July. 
uh, and that's where I'll be, you know, spending between 9.30 to 12.30, okay? Uh, let's see, okay, the, the address escapes me, but I will get it out to everybody. Uh, but, yeah, it's really, really quite the experience. It's going to be cool. Uh, I'm doing a, a funk soul type of thing, real heavy, you know, he- you know, honey dripping, you know, sweaty, you know, funky type, you know, R&B music and soul music and those type of dance tracks and everything, the stuff that everybody tends to sample here and there of, you know, that'll be, you know, that'll be a fun vibe. I would, you know, bring that back out. It's been a bit since I played those records. So, yeah, so it's going to be really cool. Uh, yeah. And I'm still trying to chase the elusive, uh, apartment you know um it's like you know we we uh we learn uh to do the right thing and then we find for every right thing we find we find there were three wrong things that shouldn't have happened in the first place it's been quite the struggle so <laughs> but you know we keep our chins up and uh yes the uh, you know it will come it will come so you know i just put that good vibes out there why do we fall yeah. bruce Huh? Why do we fall, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. Yeah. So that being said, you know, we just, uh, you know, it's you know, upward, downward, forward. Aside from that, yeah, just, uh, just uh, living this thing called life, you know, and trying to make it for the party that it should always be, you know? So your friends at the spinning wheel, they don't celebrate Independence Day. So how do they... Was it just another summer weekend, or how did uh... That's how they, they get? They celebrate getting their asses kicked. That's what they do. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the, should have been dressed like Apollo Creed on the last <laughs> with the red, white, and blue top hat. Yep, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, can't deny that. <laughs> but I, you know, when I was doing the. Um, when I was doing the spinning wheel for, you know, my session, you know, July 4th before I did my uh, the live gig at the, uh, you know, the, you know, the private party. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I just uh, gave what I would have done on Saturday because I was totally trashed, you know, from the. What happened? Uh, no way. I, I've been totally trashed. Oh, no, no. I mean, not that way. I mean, I was just like, I was just. It was HMP City, man, and I was like whooped. And uh, I well, just how I, long I, did you spend that Friday night? I I, I think I, I did till two. Yeah. Yeah. So and then you were going to spin Saturday morning. And and of course I was going to follow that with a thing I was going to do on uh, Speeding Wheel, you know, the new uh, show that I started called Chicago Soul and R and B. And uh, yeah, and I I did I didn't figure that into my schedule set, but mm-hmm. it was like I was, and so I sent the apology and I said I was sorry. And then when I saw the opportunity, I like well the records aren't going to go to waste. I'll just put them on my set for Sunday and you know make it right. And uh, it was a fun, you know it was a fun show. Uh, you know I loved I loved the I loved the fact that you know it's not just. The music in of itself, but it seems like they're enamored with the uh, the dynamic of the information of the who did what, when, and where. You know, they you know, they really love to learn 
about the music and they just they're captive to that audience while when you're busy telling them oh yeah well this is a this is one from famous uh, studios this is muscle shows this is you know and whatever you know dozens of great um, uh, studios recorded this music that they so love and desire and you know so that to them it's a very you know they, they to them they just they value it highly you know, for when it does come, you know, the, when the, when it comes to their audience, when it comes their way, and it's uh, like, you know, why not? I mean, what good is what good is having knowledge if you don't pass it on? You know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's what's the it's it's a natural thing to do, you know, and you know we all learn from each other and we all pick up things from one another. And uh, the the uh, to get you know the uh, the to and fro and to give and exchange of everything from you know your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit, and everything else you know, and then you put the music element into it, and it's like wow, it's a language all its own. And uh, so it's 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 you know from the first day I started at the spinning wheel, and when I uh, you know teamed up with uh, with Jimmy Temple. And it was a situation where the the management went through some changes, and then it was like, well, you know, this is why we call it the new spinning wheel now because we separated ourselves from the the old, you know, politic politica that was the old page, and then opened everything up because now we just wasn't a, just a, another soul page. I mean, it was let's open it up and let's open up the dynamic. And we have all sorts of really wonderful and like-minded people willing to share what it is that turned them on. And it's a beautiful thing when you can go ahead and you can just say, well, you know, I heard this on iTunes. Can I share this with you? Oh, I got a, I got a cassette with that. Can I share that? Oh, can I share a fire stick? Can I share, uh, you know, whatever? And it's like, yeah, it's... It should never be limited to how you hold on to your music. I mean, things like that should be limitless. I mean, just like everything else that's supposed to flow on this earth. But, yeah, and then since it's been this way, and, uh, yeah, you know, you're going to have your detractors, as in you're going to have those people that are going to look at it and try to throw things on it and try to, label it and scrutinize it and they're going to do their fair share of trying to, you know, knock the bricks out of the wall, but, uh, you know, it's a good bunch of people at the... Uh, Aside from them, they're the good people. Know. Well, you know, it, it just, um, yeah, but just like with any page, like with any page, you know, you, you know, you, you, you know they, this is what happens. I mean, remember when I had the record then? Man, oh man. I mean, love the concept, well, love the page, but then, you know, after a while, it was just like, everybody was just trying to, like, you know, just make it like, oh, well, this is a nice page, okay, I'll never visit it again, and it was like, a, and you got all these other people that are, like, working and putting, you know, ads in and putting, you know, links down, leaving pictures, you know, and I, I totally respected all of them for that, you know, I mean, it's a beautiful thing when you give someone an opportunity to <clears throat> express their mind, their musical mind. And, 
So it right comes right down to, okay, we're all we're all trying to do the same thing here. You know, why why is there a limitation why is there a limitation to any of it? You know? Because limitation is something that, you know, unless you impose it upon yourself, yeah, I know, sometimes it's not that you even notice that you're carrying it around. But, you know, but you just think, okay. okay. You know. And well, yeah, like, the record den. It still, it still exists. It's out there somewhere. I don't know who's running it. Who cares? But, but oh, well, yeah, it's out there. I, Do you ever go back to it? Uh, you know, I never even thought about it. You know, but now that you brought it up, man, I might have to go. <laughs> I might have to find out what I, what happened after after my wake. <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago. That was what ten years ago. I, I don't. It might have been. Ten yeah. Years. Yeah. 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 See what the if the plate is still there oh for whatever's mold, mold is growing under the plate. <laughs> is it as bad as it really sounds, there, guys? Is or it, it could be it could be that it flourished without you, and now it's a multi-million-dollar industry. Thanks. Oh, okay. yeah. oh my yeah, god! Holding you, holding you stayed in with it. Yeah. No. You know, you know what? Maybe somebody maybe, sitting there going, maybe, "I made millions of dollars thanks to that Irish guy leaving." I walk away. Because those odds are just much too high for me. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no contest. <laughs> Did you watch any fireworks, Ivan? I mean, I'm sure there were tons of them all around by where you're at. Oh my goodness! Uh, when I was doing the um, the, per- the, uh, the 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 personal party uh, and everything, oh, personal I mean, there was, fire- it was personal. Well, this time it's personal with the vibrating. Oh. Well, well, you know, it, you know, it was just a nice little, it was a nice little get together, and uh, just uh, sure, it was and uh, it was, uh, what? Yeah, it was, just, yeah, it was just a personal party. So anyway, yeah, they had they had their fair share of um of uh, fireworks and everything, you know, and yeah, it got loud, you know, up close, but. You know, I paid it no mind. It was like I got lost in my musical groove, and uh, it's, everything was good. It was a really lovely vibe, and uh, everyone was very happy, and I was happy that they were happy. You know, so you know, it's that it's that thing. You know, and it, and it makes me happy, and I enjoyed it so much, surrounded by so much life. You know, it's like yeah, that's that's this is what you know. This is part of what a DJ does, and you know, it's it's it has its own rewards. You know, and um, I'm just, I'm just, all I can say, I guess I'm just lucky to be there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, See, yeah, I didn't do much either. Uh, Watch the, yeah, I watched episode four. Loki, we'll get into that. And um, I watched the Tomorrow War. I want, we'll get into that. Uh, Didn't go, of course, I worked all weekend, so. I made some money, which is good. I'll be off. It's like, yeah, everyone's all like, what are you doing this weekend, Mike? I'm like, I'm working. Because, you know, <laughs> got to, you know, pay for the... Well, I, uh, if, it was, if, it's, if it's any 
consolation. I mean, I was working Sunday too, so I mean, so I, I share your, I share some of your burden. I hope. Yeah. No. And let's see. Uh, you know, didn't well. Obviously, worked, but the other neighborhood was no. The neighborhood out here was all aglow. All the hillbillies were launching all the fireworks uh, last night. Until last, last three them. nights. Oh, oh! I'm sorry. Mind if I interject this a little bit? Of I, yes, I. Them? No, I would not mind, Ivan. Go ahead and interject. Okay. Uh, speaking of fireworks, I think this just happened, or this happened a few hours ago. Uh, that the, uh, the the place in uh, Indiana, uh, you know, they, I guess it was uh, crazy. Somebody's fireworks and. And uh, I guess what happened, the place went up and sm- went up a blaze. The whole place went up. All of the um, all of the fireworks firing off. Huge. Well, Huge. That's been known to happen. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm just, I'm just waiting. You know, it's, it, unfortunately, there's a part of me where it's like, is it bad that I that I really kind of root for hearing stories about people who blew their fingers off and shit like that? And... You hear that NHL goalie died. Wow, we went from people blowing off their fingers to killing people dying. Yeah, because okay, wow. uh, because he was he was at a party and they were shooting off fireworks and somebody lit something. And he had ran either he whether he was running and he fell and he hit his head or one of the fireworks like hit him and hit him in the chest or something. I heard he was he died in a jacuzzi or something like that. No, I heard he was, uh, was some NHL goalie. He was at a fireworks party and fireworks. There was trauma to his chest. Wow. Oh. Wow. But no, I heard there was one guy. Was it one guy got his uh, got a bad one near the face? I think it was in the either Wakanda or Waukegan up by me. Uh, got a bad. But yeah, this uh, this is the time of year. It's like when I post the picture of Batman holding a bomb over his head, saying "Today's the last day." Somebody's going to have ten fingers. Yeah, that's right. I did see that. I never had anything stronger than like black cats and bottle rockets. Uh, growing yeah, up. I mean, yeah. Back when uh, we were able to buy them at the gas station. Well, you know, back back when I was getting you know fireworks, when there was a time in here in Illinois, in Chicago. We used to have our own, you know, distribution, and you know, we used to have these fireworks. You know, they weren't like, I mean, they did a nice, you know, a nice, you know, nice bang or a boom. But man, some of these things they're using now, man, like earth shattering and loud. It's almost like you know somebody's detonating, you know, yeah. a bomb or something. Yeah, I know. So and when we had the park home, we we had access to large fireworks displays, but we never wanted to light them off in near the in the park because mm-hmm. everyone's trailers and everyone's boats and decks yeah. and everyone's standing outside in closer proximity than usual. So it's safer to take them home and uh, just set them off out in the street. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it, you know, growing, you know, growing up in Chicago. Yeah. You know, the alleys, you know, provided those types of places away from, you know, but we thought weren't anybody getting hurt or anybody getting messed up. I mean, we were in an alley, you know, <clears throat> you know, hoping that you know you wouldn't fly into an open window. Yeah, or something. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. But you know, uh, it was always. I guess it was always 
the kid, you know, the care you take and the chance you take, you know. Yeah. Now it's all like, well, now the cat's, you know, she she was hiding downstairs, and she she wasn't traumatized by it, you know. When it was over, she came back upstairs, and she's all like, "Christ, is it over?" Well, you know, uh, Otis and Marley, uh, you know, when days got really loud. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they were like going into the spare bedroom and kind of hiding out, and then when things kind of leveled off, then they kind of eased out, and mm-hmm. then, and of course, they you got the you know the jokers out here that say, "Oh, well, I just found a little bit more," you know, they drunk ass going ahead out into the streets. Let's go ahead, let's you know pop a hundred, you know, just for the sheer hell of just doing it, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah so yeah. a lot of that kind of shit to almost like uh, two in the morning. <laughs> uh yeah we kind of tapered off about 11 o'clock midnight because i had to be up early both mornings because uh friday mm-hmm. well, on the fourth how i cut the grass at like nine o'clock in the morning on the fourth and it's like it's already like 1000 percent humidity and 80 degrees I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. but now it's summer so in 20 weeks i'll be shoveling snow so don't matter <laughs> well, you know, and was, I mean, I mean, it was fine. I mean, being out, you know, I mean, I was outdoors. I was in the backyard, you know, I was underneath a tent. Everybody was attentive to me and everything. And it was, it was nice, you know, it was, it, you know, and, and it was just, I mean, I just, it was very engaging, you know, and just, it was, you know, I'm like, I was just lost in a, you know, in a, in a disc jockey's dream come true. Yeah. And because you we know, had dry weather, we haven't had an issue with mosquitoes, which is good. Right, right. So it was like you know we had the uh, we had the uh, the lightning bugs, you know, coming around. But yeah, other than that, you know, mm. nothing major, you know. Yeah. So, so, so so I didn't uh, there aside from a few out my window, uh, and I didn't see any fireworks. I did watch the Capitol Fourth on Channel Eleven on okay. uh, PBS uh, last night, and yeah, it's yeah. funny. Oh, it's a good show. Yeah, it's funny. Kermit <laughs> Kermit the Frog be all like. Hey, Vanessa Williams, I went online and I saw your uh, penthouse spread. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey. Anyway, here's the uh, here's the here's the army choir with <laughs> with the Star Spangled Banner. Feeling a little froggy, huh? <laughs> a little froggy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hysterical! <laughs> I keep, you know, what I really kept waiting for when he was sitting there talking to Vanessa Williams and flirting with Vanessa Williams was for Miss Piggy to come out of nowhere and absolutely yeah, and beat, beat the, the shit out of him, not out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she always does, man. Yeah. <laughs> Although you know, it's always cool to hear the Rainbow Connection. So, do we? <laughs> hey, Mike, you heard that version of it. Do you think that that was? The new person, or do you think it's just a recording from Jim Henson? No, it was it was the new guy. It was not uh, Jim Henson's original. Okay, it sounded close. I was he pretty close. Job. That's why I was kind of like, you know, that. I mean, it was impressively close. Yeah. Um, well, you could, you could tell they put some care into this. That they 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 were just wanting to keep the integrity of the character intact. They. Yeah, but I mean, there have been plenty of times where the person, and, and you guys have heard it, the, the, like when they start trying to find new voices for like some of these characters, 
Mm-hmm. It, it's sometimes it doesn't go well. Like, well, I remember when Mel Blanc took over, or his son took over from Mel Blanc, and we're all like, eh, I'm yeah. Sure there's, we're sure there's better out there, but it's Mel yeah, Blanc's the son. Bugs Bunny one was bad. Yeah. Bugs Bunny was bad for mm-hmm. a little while. It was like, mm. <laughs> but I figure if anybody's going to take over, let it be Mel's son. I guess you know. You know what's funny? The the it's one just, that don't get speedboard from somewhere, right? <laughs> you know what's funny? The one that's actually gotten better. Uh-huh. It's actually gotten better than what it was from before. Is whoever took over for Cookie Monster. That guy is much better than the original Cookie Monster. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. He's right. funny. Okay. Well, just he's that's okay. the way he's written, I guess. I don't know if he's some of that same prov or what. Even some of the ad-libs, <laughs> even some of the ad-libs that he does, like there's the one where he talks, there's like the YouTube video where he talks about, is it YouTube? The one where he talks about all the different types of cookies and stuff like that? Mm, maybe, yeah, and, sure, it's on YouTube. Um, and, and, and there's plenty where he's off the cuff and he's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Then there's the one, he did the Christmas song with Jeff Bridges on SNL one year. Right. And then the, uh, the take me out to the ball game at Wrigley was pretty good too. Yeah. I remember when that happened. Was it two years ago or last year during the pandemic? I think it was, I think it was 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it was 2019. That's by the way, by the way, just remember, Cookie Monster is the best late night second banana, you know, because he's Elmo's wingman on the Elmo show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know All if right. you're aware of that HBO Max has a, a. And then Elmo's like bullshit. You can be my wingman, and well, no, that's what I mean. He's Elmo's wingman. <laughs> I can't remember what they call it. I think it's the not really late show with Elmo because he has to be in bed by seven thirty. There you go. In fairness, it was funny. I thought it'd be it'd be geared a little bit more towards adults. It's totally geared to kids, uh-huh. even though even though even though it's like famous actors and stuff like that. It's just funny because I thought maybe... Does it retain retain like the, you know, Pee Wee's Playhouse type of sensibility? No, it's kind of like as if you did The Tonight Show, except it's Elmo and Cookie Monster. And it's (laughs) G-rated. Okay. Go with this. (laughs) Right. It was like, it was if they did, it was if Elmo was like Jimmy Fallon, except G-ridiculously, very, very much G-rated. Um... But, it, you know, it was, like, it's funny because, there, like I said, the one good joke is it's like, well, we have to be done by a certain time because Elmo has to be in bed by 7.30. I thought that was cute, you know. <laughs> uh, there you go. But otherwise, yeah, no. Um, it's, no funny, okay. my, it's funny, though, because I did, I forgot, I did go to, I did go up to Milwaukee on Saturday for um, my great aunt's 100th birthday. And it was funny, on the way back home, all of a sudden, there was this huge, like, in the middle of nowhere, it was like, it was like, there were cars, like, lined up on, like, one of those frontage roads on the side of, like, 94. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that for? Fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks. I mean, they were backed up for, like, a good two miles waiting to get up to go pick up fireworks and stuff. Oh, people st- stopping at that exit to buy fireworks. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because all the people coming back to Illinois wanted to buy fireworks. Okay. 
man, man, man. Ah. I, I heard that um, there was more activity in the neighborhoods and everything, fed of fireworks. I think I don't think um, Navy Pier even did a fireworks this yeah. year. Well, no, they no, they did the last minute. They did the last minute. Northernly Island, they did them, but um, yeah, they anyway. played it low key. Yeah. Yeah, they waited to the last minute, and then they made an announcement, at least in Chicago proper. But there were a few, there were a few suburbs around that didn't do them at all. And we're doing ours on Sunday to because our other outlying towns like Wonder Lake and Crystal Lake and Woodstock, they all did theirs over the weekend. But we're our city is waiting for the beginning of our Fiesta Days, which is our like our week long festival that we have here in our town. Fiesta Days is that kind of like when they have the squash festival? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Squash festival. <laughs> this is the part. This is the part where I take a knock at Mike for living in the middle, of, living so damn far in the middle of nowhere. Well, no, no. <laughs> McHenry County is the fastest growing county in Illinois. Uh huh. <laughs> squash. Well, I'm, we're about, squash I'm, fest. Anyway, I mean, we're about to find out just how far in the middle of nowhere we're about to go. It's not nowhere. Like, we're just. I'm just sitting in the suburbs. It's not like Next you know, drive twenty miles to get to the Walmarts. Next to the cornfield? Uh, no, not at all. No. Well, the cornfields like turn suburbs and abandoned strip malls. <laughs> I remember it used to be cornfield turned strip malls, and now it's kind of now it's abandoned strip malls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yo. <clears throat> That, that reminds me of the first time I went to your house. So I'm like, remember that story? Yeah, you paid a stupid amount of money to get a cab all the way out here. I was dumb. You know what? It was worth it. Yeah, okay? Yeah. It was okay. worth it. Hell yeah, it was worth it. It was the best money I ever spent. Because here we are. We're still doing our groovy thing all these years later. Yeah, okay. All so, speaking of all these years, I found out this year, the last weekend was the 30th anniversary of Terminator 2. Wow. T2 is 30 years old. I'm like, oh, man. We'll be back. (laughs) Yeah, he was back. Yeah, I saw that movie in the theater five times that summer. I'll be back with a walker. That's right. With my my Geritol. I have a scooter now. (laughs) I use a Segway to get around. That way I don't have to walk. My walker has tennis balls on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Terminator. Terminator that was the last. Well, not Genesis. What was the last damn Terminator one? Who cares? The Dark Dark Fate. That was the you one. You know what the sad part is? You say that, and you told me that was the best one in a long time. It was T two? Well, that was Dark Dark Fate had some good moments. Right, and then but so yeah, did Salvation. Yeah. Right, but the irony is, I kind of laugh because it's like. Well, who cares what it is? I don't care, but you said it was good. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. It was, I just can't remember the, the da- name of the damn movie. It was just, just another Terminator. Hey, they didn't call it Terminator 6, Terminator 9, or whatever. To go back to something, oh. I, I pulled up from Rotten Tomatoes stuff over the summer. Oh. Rotten Tomatoes. From Rotten Tomatoes just to see if there was anything. Um, just I think looking Space at... Jam's coming soon. Yeah, but see, that that's on... And on Max. And simultaneously in the theaters. Right. So that's on Max. I mean, mm-hmm. stuff that's out that I look, might be interested in is I saw the original Hitman's, wi- Hitman's Wife or Hitman's Bodyguard. Now it's the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. So 
I'll I'll catch it eventually, but I don't feel the need to go running in to go see that. Yeah, and that Ronald um, Reynolds uh, f- free was it free guy or or extra? Yeah, that's guy? not out yet. Yes, yeah, that's, that's that was so, shelved from because of Corona. Well, so the ones that are out that at least I have a twinge of interest were like I said, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, hmm? and maybe F Nine, but. Of what's coming here, here's what I wanted to kind of do. So here's what's coming out that I, of note. Obviously, Black Widow, we're gonna we're all gonna watch together on Sunday, mm-hmm. and and that Space Jam you can see in the at your house. Um, there's a Snake Eyes GI Joe. Yeah, they're doing a Snake Eyes origin film to kind of right. help start, maybe hopefully reboot the the GI Joe cinematic franchise. I don't think that's getting. St- Put to anything yet s- streaming yet so that'll be uh, although again i'm not in a hurry to see that either i'm not in um, a hurry to see shang chi and that's in the mcu well but you know that's coming th- in august but, right but, next month yeah but mike that's a lot later in the season yeah. i mean we're talking yeah. about this is july yeah um like the rock has that jungle cruise movie based on the jungle the jungle cruise on in disney that's in late july Mm-hmm. Uh, suicide. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Suicide Squad is is again. That's that's streaming. Um, it's funny. The movie you were talking about, the Free Guy thing, that's August thirteenth, yeah. the same day as the Aretha Franklin with Jennifer Hudson. Um, I forgot I don't about think, that too. Yeah, I don't think either of those are options for streamer. And and then I will. I'm not interested. But um, the candy the the Candyman remake is at the end of the at the end of the summer. So I don't know. Again, I I don't know. The, pick, I, I, the pickings are a little slim. Well, again, nobody. Well, they're starting I, to pick up now as we get closer right. to the end of the year. Right. Yeah but, I think, yeah, but I don't think all. I don't think uh, as far as like financially, you know, this year is pretty much a wash until twenty twenty two. You know, it's kind of like uh, we'll see how the, the fourth quarter is. Right. I, yeah, exactly. I think that's. I think. The real answer is going to come, say, comes come fall. Come fall around the holiday time. We're going to find out really what what movies are going to look like in the future. Because exactly because because there's a lot. I mean, the other the only thing I would be concerned if I were if I were those if I were those the, 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 the studios is it seems like there's a lot of big big time heavy product that they're looking to put out late in the year that is going to compete with itself a lot. Like, you know, I mentioned earlier about Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Well, it was funny. I'm like, when's the Ghostbusters movie? Oh, okay. Also November. It's yep. like, okay, all these things are going to be like right Ooh, on the top. Ghostbusters. Oh, I forgot about that. I might have to go see that. You now the, all that stuff is coming Seems like it's yeah, right they're, on top they're, of the they're other. They're looking at the they're looking at the whole holiday appeal uh, slant on it, you know, because it sets just that type of a market for and it. And then we're gonna get every all everything is all the studios are cramming all this shit at the end of the year, right? And it's gonna be just subject to oversaturation and just fighting yeah. for everyone's money, right? Yeah. And it'll be interesting. What'll it's be interesting to see is it's like a tremendous like traffic jam. It's gonna be it's gonna be the clusterfuck of the of, of the of the year. It's gonna be like wow, okay. Well, here. that's that's why in some ways I kind of laugh because people are people are kind of sitting there talking about 
you know, the Hollywood types keep making all kinds of noise about how much they hate the what what Warner Brothers did. But the truth is, is that they've been smart. They in the meantime, they've released all this stuff early on, and yeah. they've taken advantage of the fact they've taken advantage of the fact that it has allowed them when they have not had enough programming at times um, uh-huh. to to build on that for to build an audience for HBO max that they didn't have. And HBO max is really becoming a very viable option that isn't Netflix and isn't Amazon. And it's not uh, Disney. Right. You know, but, but they're, you know, you know, they're, they're up there. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I'm on my month freebie and I was watching for Paramount plus, And I was watching the good, what I was watching the good fight. The first two episodes, and though that that's always solid, good. But I don't know that I'm going to get through the whole season because it's going to and it's it's going to end at a weird time, and I'm not going to have the freebie, and I want to I don't want to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> Although I I swore I heard something about Paramount was going to bring out their stuff after a certain quick period of time when it was in the theaters to. To their to the Paramount Network, but I don't know all the details right now. So, is what it is. Um, yeah. yeah. Um. So I I don't know where we want to. I mean, where do we want to start? I mean, do we want to well, talk about? Well, let's uh, so let's supposed to get into episode four, Loki. Okay. We could so uh, we'll give that, a quick rundown of that. That tomorrow war, and then I guess we'll talk about Richard Donner, right? Oh my gosh! Yes, terrible, mm-hmm. terrible news. But he was ninety one. Yeah. Living your life, no. Yeah. Yeah. Still, no, I. Well, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but yeah, go ahead. What your yeah. thoughts on your thoughts on Loki? Mike. Yeah, this was um, really kicked into fourth gear. The uh, the 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 what you call it the uh, the tension was on the rise. This is all the all the machinations inside the TVA and. Mobius doubting everything, his whole yeah, and obviously uh, we're gonna have spoilers for episode four Loki. So obviously, if anyone doesn't want any spoilers, might want to fast forward about five or ten minutes, about five maybe. Uh, we'll just quick make the quick hits on it, and yeah, uh, they that was I guess what was the Nexus event. I was like, oh, how are they gonna you know that we lot when last we left our anti-hero or a villain or we want to call him loki and sylvie and they've confirmed that sylvie is a female variant of loki it's not the enchantress uh, uh, at, the moment. at the moment at the moment yeah i mean they might just even just call her the enchantress and say okay that's right, exactly. who the enchantress is is just a loki variant but yeah the loki's finally uh found someone and that's what caused them to find them because I guess uh, self love is uh, what triggers the TVA to find you. Self love or just like Kentucky, like revisited. So is it is it incest if it's yourself from another uh, universe? And you're female, (laughs) and you're a woman. Why why do I feel this a bit wrong? About this whole thing, I I was having issues with it. I'm like sitting there going. Are we really talking about incest here? self It sounds kind of incestual. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it's not well, like they came from the same... Well, <laughs> I, I, 
<laughs> anyway, so they got captured and they're imprisoned, and Loki uh, has and obviously had feelings for for Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Mobius, and yeah, Loki spills the beans that everyone in TVA is a variant. So Mobius is questioning everything, and he's so. So we think that right. really. So do we really think it's the truth? Is is that the real reason he lo- he really loves Sylvia is because he's always wanted boobs. Well, you can always make boobs. I mean, Loki's done some crazy shit in Norse mythology. Loki became a horse, got pregnant, and gave birth to another horse. <laughs> shit! Now there's a trick. <laughs> mm, indeed. Well, that's just not in the MCU, though. <laughs> right, well. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I don't think, even though there's no comics code, there might be one after that. Yeah. So and then like the the one female guard she she's in it coots too because this the other the one the one guard that uh, she enchanted to try and find out where the TVA is and now she went missing but she's been turns out she's been executed she's been killed where everyone's all like oh no she her, her brain turned to jelly it's like nope uh, so yeah Mobius finds out that his whole existence is a lie and. And then the chick who was the guard who eventually, who initially let Sylvie loose, and she's been on the run for what some thirty years with a temp pad, going around from universe to universe, hiding from the TVA and the sacred timeline. And it all comes to a head, and Loki's stuck in a time loop where Sif. Good to see Sif again, man. I've seen seen her since uh, Thor two. And we thought, where the hell is Sif when when Ragnarok happened and all of the the merry band they all died? Apparently, she's been kicking Loki in the balls for eternity. Yeah, which is fine, I guess. But well, didn't she appear in one episode of like Agent Coulson or or uh, or uh, how was it Agent Carter? Didn't she appear in one episode of one of the the Marvel ABC shows? I, I don't know. I, don't I didn't watch those. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see Sif is still around. She's still kicking around, kicking Loki <laughs> in the balls. Yeah, the yeah, and ads for for training. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Mobius says, "Okay, we, I, I believe you, Loki. Let's let's go help free Sylvie and let's let's uh, do away with the timekeepers." And and they catch him, and Mobius seems to be killed. And I was very upset. Man, Owen Wilson, man. Guy Owen, Owen Wilson all died. All I wanted was a jet ski, man. Guy Owen Wilson wow. died. Wow. <laughs> also, then they take they go to the timekeepers and they uh the, the the female guard lets them out and they kick some ass and turns out the timekeepers are just a bunch of uh animatronic uh leftovers yeah, from I'm I'm really glad to see that the animatronics from Chuck E. Cheese found jobs. <laughs> yeah, from uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, either they have the ones from Showbiz Pizza. I haven't figured yeah. out which ones they are, but yeah. they found jobs. I'm glad to see. Just, yes. Maybe they're rejects from that whole thing, from that whole Hall of Presidents from like Disneyland. Right. Where like, this <laughs> land is your land, the sacred timeline. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> Maybe it's like the ones. Maybe it was like the all rejected Trump ones. That's the one they were yeah. using. <laughs> gonna have one sacred timeline. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be uh, yeah. stupendous. You better believe it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's gonna be fabulous. You're gonna love it. 
It's a one timeline, just one timeline. We've got to make time great again. <laughs> and... Turn on the light. Can we turn on the lights? It's fucking dark in here. Right. <laughs> so the so the ta- so the timekeepers are just animatronic robots, and then Loki has another. They they've defeated all the bad guys, and Loki has a uh, another. You know, uh, uh, what you call it? I suppose a, an intimate moment. Not it was a a, a, a dramatic, crucially emotional moment with Sylvie and then he's, yeah and then Incestual. he seems to seems to bit hit with the with the vaporizing stick and then and then there's the mid credit scene where Loki's all like whoa am I dead and then all the other Lokis are like not yet you need to come with us or something like that now that's coming it's like become that a meme like now frog? yeah maybe wow so yeah in like the old Loki, you know, art outfit from the from the from the comics. Yeah. By the yeah. way, someone told me that that, that they're in is the backdrop of if the Avengers lost in 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 the first Avengers movie. Ooh, I need to go back and look at that. We might play one of those. I was gonna put in. Uh, well, seeing as because Sunday, like Black Widow, is gonna take place before. But between Civil War and Infinity War, I was going to have Civil War just on mm. uh, Sunday before we watched Black Widow. Okay. Just to help us mm-hmm. get caught up. I, I, I'm just really glad that somebody over there who writes Loki finally woke up and said, oh, shit, we only have three more episodes. Out. We only have two more episodes. Yeah, after. and now we, we need to scram all this awesomeness into one episode. And yeah, this seriously. episode three was just, well, I mean, they had to build this relationship between the Lokis. Well, it's not just that. It just seems like, I mean, look, I'm all for character development, but it was like three. And it was, I'm only wrong. It wasn't. The Lokis are driving me loco. <laughs> it was, I mean, look, it was good character development. It was good character. It was good inter-character play. Yeah. It was, it was intriguing. But at some point you're sitting there and you're going, okay, we could be moving the plot along a little bit more. Or they could have cut and, into a scene in the TVA trying to find them. Yeah, or... That might us... have helped the, the narrative, maybe. I don't know, it just feels like... Instead of having like... 40 minutes of them on this doomed planet, meandering around no, on this train... armchair director. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, episode four was good, but I'm not going to say, you know, it was better than three, obviously, but episode you three has its merits, too. I take it back, Mike. I'm wrong. It's not the Chucky... It's not the animatronics <laughs> from Chuck E. Cheese. That's, that's not... Who got a job? It's remember the go ahead, Jeff. Remember the alien, the alien uh, head, supreme leader of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, the imperious leader from yeah, yeah, yeah that that that's that that apparently the that animatronic guy from Universal got a job back. So okay, cool. Yeah, the old Cylons. Yeah, I like I said, I enjoyed this episode because they finally got they finally started doing things. Yeah, um, which is incredibly helpful. And, and the tension I, was building; you could feel it. You know, yeah, it's cool. Well, you know, until uh, you, you know, even the moment where like Owen Wilson's dying, he's like, "Dude, you wow. know, uh, wow, there's colors." All I wanted uh, was a jet ski, man. Yeah, you didn't say that. That no. would have been a good line for him to say at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, so 
so it really does beg the question of who's in charge of the TVA, and I guess we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, but two more to go, and man, I, I, Wednesday can't I'm get here still, fast enough. I'm still putting my money on the possibility of another Loki variant. Hmm. Running the TVA. Um, although I, I did see, I don't know if you caught it, I saw a postulated theory that it's the Beyonder. I think I put a dollar on that. What, the Beyonder? I don't know who the Beyonder is. How do you not know who the Beyonder is? I don't. You're fired. I'm I'm fired. I'm in. Turn in my geek card. The Beyonder. <laughs> okay, so the Beyonder. So back in back in the mid '80s, the other besides Crisis of Infinite Earths, the other major, the other major comic book earth shattering comic book series maxi series was. Ironically, because somebody somebody dumpster dived over at DC and found out all this information, so Marvel was like, "Oh shit, we need to make one of these." So, and ironically, they beat them to the market with Secret Wars, and so Secret Wars was it was like most of the biggest characters in Marvel um, were all basically sucked up and brought to this battle planet by the Beyonder, and whoever won was going to get power beyond their means to do whatever they wanted in theory or something like that and they're all sucked off to this planet where it's basically the heroes versus the villains um but yeah, that, um, was, that was the that was the, the gist of secret wars here that's the yeah. gist of secret wars but the other uh, aspects to that is that you know at some point the x-men and magneto go off to do their own thing and then they're their own entity at one point and then the other part is is that galactus is there and he gets swatted away like at, by the Beyonder like a gnat. So then he's trying to basically do something where he's going to eat the planet and then go kill the Beyonder. And then, of course, there's Doctor Doom. And, well, there's Doctor Doom. That's all I'm going to say about that. Hmm. Um, so I don't want to, in case somebody hasn't read it from 40 years ago. But the point being is it would be, look, 12-year-old, 12, 13-year-old 12, Jeff would absolutely die. If they were to make a Secret Wars, a, re a real Secret Wars movie, um, I don't think that's the direction they're going. But somebody floated the idea of that this is all based on the be this is all about the Beyonder, and I don't think it is. I think they're just grasping. What it if strong. the Beyonder's another red herring <laughs> like the Mandarin in, in Iron Man three? Okay, smoke and mirrors. Well, that's what the Timekeepers were. Timekeepers were bullshit. Yeah, or or were they? Is it just that basically yeah. they were just all there? Maybe there really are timekeepers. It's just a matter of who. Maybe they're in hiding. Maybe they're not the real timekeepers. Or who knows? Yeah, I mean, we'll find out. I, two more episodes to go. Well, see, that's the real question. I think you have. I think that that's my biggest concern at this point, Mike. Hmm. Is we get through two more episodes and we still don't know who the hell, what the hell, the timekeeper was, and who and who the hell was really running the TVA. No, so I can see them doing that. Yeah. And then I'd be kind of like sitting there going, well, this was bullshit and a waste of time. And then we're, we're I guess we're getting a Simpsons short uh, to go with it, uh, with the season, with the series finale of Loki. Uh, Are we really? Though? Yeah, the good, the Bart, and the Loki. So Loki is going to show up in Springfield. Well, that's a really bad idea. Well, okay. Sure. I guess <laughs> it's just a Simpsons short. I'm sure it's going to be inconsequential, but I'm sure it might be semi-entertaining. 
Although it would be amusing if somehow the Simpsons it, 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 it just holds true to their, uh, you know, their pop culture root. You know, it's it's like in a lot of Wait. cases and in a lot of their episodes, they did nail it. No, we can't have a Simpsons episode with the MCU. Okay. Okay, but do you think it just doesn't translate well from one from one situation to the next? It's or? just no, a throwaway. Got to go into the fucking snow globe. No, you can't do this. Why? You cannot do this. They're going to the snow globe. The snow globe of the uh, the Saint Elsewhere syndrome we got going. Uh, on. Yes, you can't do this. Uh, okay. It's been everywhere, including oh. the Simpsons. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. No, now the MCU will be fully tainted as, as if it doesn't exist. It's in this control <laughs> globe in his mind. Guess that right. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, what have I, what have I done? <laughs> it's all I'm your not, fault, Ivan. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> laughing at the fact that it's like, great, now another thing is stuck in the... Because Disney, man, it's the mouse, man. It's the mouse. Right, because they wanted a crossover, and now... Now the MCU has been sucked into the Tommy yeah. Westfall universe. That's yeah. great. Lovely. <laughs> so yeah, uh, episode That's five wonderful. of Loki's dropping this week. So we'll uh, have more answers. Maybe we'll be maybe more questions will be answered in a, in a day or two. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> We're only two more to go. I'm hoping they can wrap it up well enough. I'd feel better if it was eight episodes at this point. Mm. Would you? Yeah, I would. I mean, I I'm guess. digging this. I mean, episode three was kind of mad, but episode four was great. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, again. If it, keeps, if, if it keeps up the momentum, yeah, I think it would be worth a while. Yeah. See, this is the part I don't get, is it's like, I think the problem is, see, Loki needed to happen before when Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier was six straight episodes of it didn't. I shouldn't say six. Five. Five <laughs> epi- Five of six solid episodes where it didn't really seem to deviate much. Um. And now we've got three out of four good episodes of Loki, so that's decent track record. Well, I I would say one out of four, but that's me. I know I'm in the minority. Everybody yeah. looks at me like I'm crazy. I just I'm like. You could have moved this along. You could have moved this along a lot faster. Look over Loki. Oh, look over Loki. So let's see. Uh, then, like I said, it was the Fourth of July weekend, and oh, Chris Pratt has been promoting this on his social media accounts for weeks and months and months and months. So I'm like, okay, it's finally here, and saw the promotions on Facebook as like from Amazon. It's like okay, so. We put in the Tomorrow War, and it's a um, sci-fi action adventure that's um, based on uh, having to fight going where people from the future are traveling back through time to recruit past selves or, or older selves, people who've already died, or I don't know what the rules are. But Chris Pratt plays this old uh, Iraq vet. Not happy with his life. He's in a bad relationship with his dad. He's got a wife and daughter, but he's not happy with his life. And then they're watching the football game or the soccer game because it's uh, soccer here. We call it soccer. 
Uh-huh. And I figure maybe they they probably switched that because it's you know if it's like the holidays in America, their TV is more likely to have on and the NFL, but I think they had on soccer to maybe to appeal to an international audience. Right. That's yeah. just that just seems like me, but I'm I'm, I'm not hating it. Um, but so anyway, these this the time portal opens up in the middle of this big soccer game that the lot tons of people are watching saying. We need to recruit people from uh, our time to fight in this war in the future because we're going to lose, and we're going to lose bad. I mean, like everybody. So, and event, so there's they've opened a worldwide draft, and people are going back in time, and they're spending a week to fight, and not very many people are coming back, and and that event, and Chris Pratt's character, he's like a high school teacher. But of course, within this news of this this war that you know that doesn't look good for the human race, and the kids are all like, "I don't care. What's the point? We're all going to die." But Chris Pratt gets recruited, gets he gets drafted, and he thinks for a minute, maybe I can, you know, they they put an armband on him and they uh, they can track him, mm-hmm. so he can't like get out of this. I mean, if he does, then he, he he forfeits like you know his next to kin. Pretty much, his wife's going to go in his place. Wow! So he makes a decision. He goes to see his estranged father, and he, because his dad is a c- conspiracy theorist who lives off the grid, and maybe he can get this take removed from him. But he makes the decision to go. Is he going to do this? And. He goes. He travels through time, and it's a it's a roller coaster ride, almost from the start. They cause they they do like a jump cut, like they they jump. The the first scene is him landing in the future, and uh, situation is is already instantly very dire. And so then they go. Then they they say, okay, this is that was two years, you know, or whatever, ten months ago or whatever. And yeah, it's action from the start, and it's uh, part aliens, part uh, ID four. It's part. Um, what do I want to say what the other one it is? Sort of, yeah, like I said, sci-fi kind of action. Uh, a little bit of Predators, like you know, not a lot of people saw the sequel to Predators, but that's the one where are with um, uh, the guy from *Lethal Weapon*. Oh, not Mel Gibson. Danny Glover uh, was in uh, was in that. Yeah, the, the second Predator. Yeah, the Predator. second where they're fighting the Predator in the city. Mm-hmm. And that had kind of had that vibe too, but uh, so they're fighting these these well these aliens, which look like they look like like dogs with big chicken legs, uh, hind <laughs> chicken hind legs, and they got these big tentacles on their back that shoot the spikes. Wow, it's out there. It's wild. It's ugly. They is ugly. And there's times where I'm cheering at the screen because these. They managed to kill these aliens in nasty ways, and it's not. <laughs> so is this, like, is this kind of like a payback type of thing happening here? Yeah, well, it was <laughs> like I said, it was part. It's like Independence Day kind of popcorn action film. Oh well, those are always good. I like yeah. those. Yeah, but, yeah. He he. Chan- Chris Chris McCade very much channels. Uh, very much channels your buddy Michael Bay. Yeah, the the act, the director. Yeah, some of it had some Michael Bay kind of exposition and the sweeping pans like they're they can tell like you know like the directors in the helicopter saying okay circle the cast 
And right. it's right. those same kind of sweeping panoramics that we see in like these modern action films. <clears throat> right. Like, Michael Bay. <clears throat> Michael like Bay. When like all hope is lost, there's this music that plays and then all of a sudden things go, dun, 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 you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. When they're in the snowmobiles and I'm like, one man alone, betrayed yeah. by the country he loves. A huge dynamic. Yeah. Yes. Um, A huge dynamic. I, like I said, I, look, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it for what it was, which yeah. is... Yeah. It's it's a action popcorn movie that is pretty much you know if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna start you're gonna pick talking apart, to me about the stuff, yeah. if you're gonna take apart the science and all the logic parts then yeah you're probably gonna sit there and go this is dumb great that's fine if you could just sit there and watch the movie for what it is then you're gonna have a good time yeah, yeah. yeah the um, acting was decent the act uh, the you know, yeah. had a bit of the feels when he meets his future daughter spoilers. Uh, what? Well, I mean, but yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed it. Well, and they, um, I mean, they certainly did. It's all about anyway. I mean, you enjoyed it, man. Sounds like something I want to see. I mean, they certainly didn't. They certainly made sure to basically spend some money on casting. I mean, you know, there's there was quite a few people who I recognized in terms of casting, like. The the one black guy who is a scientist was the guy from Veep, mm-hmm. um, who's been on Veep. And then, you know, J.K. Simmons isn't cheap. And um, there was the one girl who played Chloe from 24. And then the daughter, the older version of the daughter was played by the, what's her name? The one who was on Chuck. Um, hey, holy shit. You remember that? You remember her, Mike? No, I never saw Chuck. How could you? Wow, really? Yeah. Wow, you should see that. That was pretty good. For, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's and, something. But J.K. Simmons and everything—he's like a white Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, but usually he doesn't get to like blow things up and shoot anything, though. Yeah. Whereas this time he seemed to get. Yeah, he used to get a little badass, yeah. Yeah, he seemed to get to be a little yeah, badass. That sniper time. action, man. Versus, get me pictures of get me pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Or, or or quick turn on the bat signal. Let's go. I liked him as the voice of Stan's uh, brother and twin brother in Gravity Falls. I'm sure, but the point being is, it doesn't, it's not like he gets to shoot something. No, I, no. Like I said, they 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 had their moments that were amusing. Like yeah. um, early on, early on in, in the movie, there's a thing where, you know. Christopher Pratt's teaching his kids in his class about any well, you can talk about anything and the one kid raises his hand and, and he doesn't call him because he's like anybody else want to talk about anything other than so and so about volcanoes yeah. yeah and then and then and then wait Ivan here's the best part and then an hour and 30 minutes later in the movie they're literally like if only we had somebody who knew something about volcanoes and Chris Pratt's like <laughs> oh I know. And all of a sudden, all the heroes are in the classroom with all the kids. Like, yeah, literally, like ever, all of a sudden, like this nerd kid that nobody nobody wanted to hear anything about volcanoes. He's like totally like like saving the planet. It's hysterical. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it had some laughs. It had some. It had a bit of feels too. Yeah. No. No. It 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 did what it needed to do. Yeah. I've heard. I think. I'm getting the impression it's doing well, so yeah. I've heard rumblings about a sequel. The other part that 
Um, the only the other part that I'll I'll bring up here is so Chris McKay, who's the guy who was the director for this, is also the guy who's been attached to Warner Brothers Nightwing project that seems to have been stalled. Uh oh. Well, maybe this will uh, give it a jump start. Well, what's interesting because he made he did a couple interviews where he said about that he really liked the script. He thought the script was great, and he hopes that they, he gets the chance to make this movie. Now, if this movie, my my one thing is, if this movie does well, maybe DC look, maybe Marvel, not Marvel, maybe Warner Brothers in, in DC look at this and go, hey, you know what? We got a big name director. He could do action made, films. Who made yeah, this badass yeah. movie for? Made this badass movie for Amazon. Hey, let's give him a shot to do to do this yeah. Nightwing movie, yeah. which. You know, so what do you give uh, out of five Yamans? What do you give the Tomorrow War? I feel like there's enough hokey, campy stuff at times that I enjoy. I mean, for all the reasons I enjoy it, there's also those reasons why I can't give it a really, really, a really great, amazing rating. I guess I'm giving it three and a half. Yeah, I was, I was ranging in there between, but between three and a half and four Yamans. I mean, here's the thing. If you can put all the other stuff aside, I mean, if you could really sit there and go, okay, I'm not going to sit there and go, but that, they can't, but this, if you can put all that aside, it's, it's a, you could put it at, you could put it at a four or four and a half or five, but if you can't, you know, then yeah, it's really about three and a half. I mean, Mm -hmm. It's it's a great. It depends, on your, it depends on your state of mind when you're watching it. Well, it depends on who's watching it. Like I got one. There's one right. friend of mine I have who will sit there and nitpick shit like that in the middle while like I'm watching science the movie. shit. Yeah, the science shit, and I'll just look at him and go, "Can we just fucking watch the movie?" That's why I can't watch that one with uh, that space movie with Sandra Bullock, where she's trapped in space and George Clooney dies. I heard I because because either. it defies so many laws of basic science. I no, I forget the name of the film. <clears throat> but she was, yeah, where Sandra Bullock was trapped alone in space trying to get back to Earth. Right, um, right. But at least I with mean, the Tomorrow War, you got to laud them for having an original idea. Not a sequel, yeah. not a reboot. I mean, it's, you know, this. I bet this would have been a good book. I think it was. I think it actually was a book, okay. by the way. That's what it seems like to me. But yeah, it was, you know, I liked it. So. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think the only other thing before we get to the Donner stuff. So let's see. We had a Transformers uh, Beast Wars pro, uh, promo. That yeah, the, the last the last series in their Warp Cybertron trilogy on Netflix. Uh, the last trailer dropped today for Kingdom, which is the first one was Siege. Second one was Earthrise, and the third one is Kingdom, where the Autobots and Decepticon ships have crashed on Earth and are going to meet the Maximals and Predacons, uh, characters reminiscent from Beast Wars. So there's that. There's yeah. a, I know there's a new Masters of the Universe trailer. Yep, and that's dropping end of the month, too. Is that the end of the month? And then, in terms of live action, the, um, the prequel for um, Sopranos... Yes, drop. yes. What was it, the Saints of Newark or something like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah, that looks good. 
the, the prom, see the problem is now I have to go back and rewatch the Sopranos again. It wouldn't be a problem for me. I, yeah. Maybe some from season one are a little sketchy, like when James Gandolfini is still trying to get his Jersey accent. There's some of those episodes where, because if you ever hear like James Gandolfini talk in interviews, like, where's the Jersey accent? I well, thought he always talks like that. It, I believe it's his son. <laughs> yeah, his son. I think his son is playing uh, young Tom. Right. I think yeah. his son is the one who's playing who's playing the part. So, yeah, yeah it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the only other... What was see, like, a young thing? Sylvie, a young Pauly. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and then um, there wasn't much to it, but there was a Yellowstone Season 4 trailer. Yeah, that's coming in the fall, too. The, the I think, the, isn't this the final season? I don't know if they're going to continue it or not. There's talk of it being the final season. Because then they're going to do the, uh, the 1800s uh, prequel series. Uh, Why would you... See, I don't understand that. It's It's super popular... Why would you... Because it's super popular. We're going to have another... We're going to build a Tombstone Cinematic Universe. That's why. Yes. It's making Do Re Me money. And it's Westerns. Westerns are... You know, it's, okay. Yeah, but now but you're going back in... Yes. Going, going to go back in time. Why do we always do it that way? Why is it always... We're going to go backward in time. I don't give a shit. I don't want to know. I, I want... Look, I want to talk about... Some of us want indoor plumbing. We don't want to go backwards. We want to go forwards. So I never I, saw I never saw Deadwood on HBO. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, I heard it was good. Maybe they're just tired of paying Kevin Costner. Maybe that's the problem. That might be part of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that could be it. I don't. I don't know. I I, I yeah. think part of the problem is is that they're. I heard the last I heard. Part of the problem is is that the Paramount Network, which is not the same as Paramount Plus, they're they were talking about changing the focus of the network, and the pro- and so the irony is is that they're talking about changing the focus of the network, and the pro- the irony is is that they have a kind of almost a hit show, and it doesn't fit what they're doing on their network. I thought I heard something about that too. I I don't. I don't know. I just I continue to sit there and kind of scratch my head when I hear about, you know, they're talking about a prequel, but they're not talking about, you know, they're talking about this could be the end of season, the mm. end of 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 Yellowstone yeah. when, you know, it's, you know, it, it's one it's a really popular show and they're going to do well with it. So it seems kind of crazy. Yeah, but that's, just, that's that's just me. Mm. Um so, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Ivan, uh, did I caught the trailer for that Summer Soul? Now, did that did, was that last year. Or when did that come out? That's coming out this year, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that is coming out this year. Uh, it seems to be making the rounds now. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a pay per view. I think premium piece. Um, and um, it's uh, it, it, like I said when uh, the um. You know, when Woodstock was happening and all of that was going on, and then here this event, for whatever reason, was documented and then shelved for decades, okay? And then somewhere along the line, Questlove got involved and created this project, and he uh, committed himself to going ahead and getting all of this footage released and then 
also the soundtrack, you know, everything that was musically done was actually recorded down on 24 track. So all of those tapes existed too. Yeah. There's a documentary based on that from 1969. Right. And it's extraordinary, extraordinary. Uh, it's a great, uh, it, it's a great getting your two feet, you know, just jump right in type of feel. Yeah, I think it's and, on. It's in theaters and on Hulu. Yes, yes, that's right. And it's just, uh, it, it's, you know, it, it's just an extraordinary document, and just sad that it took all this time that this whole dynamic was formed up until this point, and you're like, wow, uh, it, it, it's beyond, it's beyond words at points. And the fact that all those people at that one time in that one place doing their groovy thing across the board at the pinnacle of their careers. And you, 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 it, 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 uh, it, it gives you the feels. Yeah, it sounds like you need to see this film. Yeah. So I, I'm just um, waiting for that opportunity that I'm going to go and search it out and and, uh, and if I do, I'll definitely put my ch- I'll put my chime in it. But but just from what I've seen in the um, in the uh, in the uh, rushes and all, and um, yeah, I- I'm just thoroughly impressed over it. And I haven't even seen the movie yet, so imagine what's going to happen me once I do. It's gonna be it's gonna be a party. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we got the news today that Richard Donner passed away at the age of 91. And, uh, the, and as I say, uh, like from uh, his filmography is much more robust than I remember it being. I know he's involved in another project. He executive produced a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, wow, I mean, I didn't know he, he had his hands in the Goonies. And I thought, and I remembered maybe that he was part of, uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh yeah, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah. So here, here. Let me let me give you some real. Let me give you something that really blows your mind. He was involved in a kids show that we probably all watched. The Banana Splits. Holy shit! He was part of the Banana Splits. Mm-hmm. Really? Really? He worked oh, on that show. Yeah, oh, yeah. He he was involved with creating the Banana Splits. Oh my God! You know who else was involved with the banana splits, don't you? You know, Mr. Sexy, robust, you know, black man making all those great records with uh, Love Unlimited. Barry White produced for the Banana Splits on their album. <laughs> so yeah, that's one. Um, I mean, the list is. I mean, I mean. I mean, I'll get here. I'll give you another one. You probably watched this for the holidays. Um, Scrooged. Oh, he's part of that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Scrooge, Scrooge yeah. is one of his. Yeah, I know he was part. Of, and then heard he was a pro- executive produced the the X Men film in two thousand. Lost Boys. Yeah. Oh, I don't know Lost Boys either. How about that? Lost wow. Boys. Um. Um. The Ma- that Maverick movie. With Mel Gibson and James Garner. Okay, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, three episodes of Tales of the Crypt. Hmm. Okay, 
Yeah, those were always cool. Uh, the, the toy with with Richard Pryor. Yeah, and Jackie Gleason. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, conspiracy theory. I believe that's the Mel Gibson Julia Roberts movie. Yes, yes, I saw that. That was damn. That, I remember that being really good. Six, Sixteen Blocks is a really good film that doesn't get a lot of pub. It's Bruce Willis and Def. Is it Desmos? Or I can't remember. That's a if you if you get time. That's a really solid film that he's done. And then he did Assassins as well. So. And again, I'm looking at his just his his director credits. He did that Lady Hawk show. Okay. The one Lady from Hawk. back in the eighties. Was that like the sort of like somewhere about the same time as the Kevin Sorbo Hercules or No 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 no. This is early eighties. This is okay. like this was the one that had like rate like the what's her name? The female bodybuilder, Rachel McClish was in this. Oh, okay. Um But yeah, um I'm trying to see what else. Let me see what we've got in terms of producing. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, Any Given Sunday. Wow. From Oliver Stone, he was an executive producer. Wow. The Omen. Yeah, that's where I think where he's got his his start in film was with The Omen. Uh, Free Willy. Wow. (laughs) That That was a tearjerker that hurt. Yeah, he he goes farther back than that. I mean, things like I want to say like the Twilight Zone. I want to say like, I mean, the he goes like, he goes he goes real far. I mean, he so goes real far back. Wow. I mean, like Wow Wow West, The Fugitive, FBI, Get Smart, Harry Mason. Yeah, I did a lot of TV Island, stuff. Yeah. The Man from Uncle. Oh, oh my god! I used to watch all of these when I was a kid, man. I used to the love ri- these. He, he even did seven episodes of The Rifleman. Oh, neat! Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, he goes that far back. I mean, he's got directing credits all the way. I mean, he's got directing credits all the way back to. I mean, the first one that would be recognizable for us would be not back in 1961. I guess Loretta Lynn did the. I'm sorry, the Loretta Young show. I don't know who that is. Oh, I know the Young Show. Yes, I know that show. Okay. Yeah, something called Sam Benedict, Have Gun, Will Travel. Yep. Yeah, yep. Combat. Yeah. Um, a 60s this is something TV. called Mr. Novak. Yeah, a lot of westerns. That was TV back then. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I mean, and then the other, you know, here's the other thing about I mean, the other thing that really is the real conversation to this that it was funny. Um, I don't know. So it was funny, Mike, on a whim on Clubhouse, I happened to catch a room where they were talking about Richard Donner today. Um, and one of the one of the people who was running the room was Dane Cook. Wow. Wow. Uh, the comedian. Well, okay. here, well, wait, here comes the crazy part. A woman comes into the room. Tells us she it, it legit. She's the goddaughter. She was the god out of nowhere. Walk happened to see the room popped in. She's the goddaughter of Richard Donner. Mm. Just popped Ooh. into the room and um, ironically it was funny. She was like, 
I wasn't as big a fan of the Superman stuff. I was more of a fan of like the lethal weapons and the Goonies stuff and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but said she said he was a real mensch. You know, it was just really crazy. I mean, that's just where Clubhouse does some crazy stuff because, mm. you know, it was interesting because you've got like Dane Cook sitting there talking about, you know, you know how much Superman meant to him as a kid. You get the idea. Yeah. Um, um, Sean Sean Astin posted on Twitter today. That Richard Donner had the biggest, boomiest voice you could imagine. He commanded attention, and he laughed like no man has ever laughed before. Dick was so much fun. What a, what I perceived in him as a 12-year-old kid is that he cared. I love how much he cared. Goonies, uh, Goonies all, never say die. Yep, I'm all good for Dick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm all good Richard for Donner. Dick. I, I know I've, it's been years. It wasn't until the, was it the DVD came out of the Donner cut? Wait, I finally watched the Richard Donner cut of Superman 1 and 2. See, that's the other thing I thought was interesting today is, is I mean, really, in reality, do could we sit there and really call him the father of the, like, the editor, the director's alternative cut? I mean, he's kind of like the reason why that kind of stuff happens these days, isn't it? Did we get a director's cut of, like, say, like, the Godfather, or wasn't there Maybe. like an extended cut? There a, yes, there was a director's cut of that. Yeah, I think Maybe. there were other ones. Maybe in like in a superhero genre. Maybe. Maybe I, I just it it just feels like, especially with some of the other stuff when we hear about like all these superhero, like it just seems like that's like release the, the Donner problem. cut. Yeah. You know, with with the oh well, let's see with the you know the like especially because there have been so many over the years where it's like. Well, there were many things that were left on the floor if you allowed me to do my cut. And I'm not just mm-hmm. talking about Snyder. I mean, you know, yeah, I know there was like, a director's cut of Blade Runner. Right. Or, you know, I've seen the director's cut for the Daredevil movie that was Ben Affleck, and it's much better. Mm. Um, you get the idea. But, um, yeah, the, I mean, the only other thing I keep thinking about is just how you're, you're talking about I mean, think about this. I mean, we're talking about an entire generation of kids who grew up on Superman. I mean, that, I mean, his Superman is the definitive, for an entire generation, is almost the definitive Superman in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. I mean, maybe maybe in some ways for two generations. I mean, I would kind of sit there and say, not just the Gen X generation, but I would say for the boomer generation too, that, that, you know, that's considered the, the Superman performance, even to this day, you know, where he wanted that balance. He didn't want that sixties, all that sixties camp from the Batman series. He wanted to make it legit. He, he he sprinkled in some humor, but he still wanted it legit. Well, I mean, even today, they're still looking for a Superman who could be a, you know, think about the archetype of what we want Superman to look like. Superman, for the most part, even with 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 Dean, even with the likes of the of your Dean Cains and your Tyler Hochins and your Brandon Routh's, and and even what's his name, the guy, the guy, the current guy, Cavill, most, the most recent guy. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah, they all fall somewhat similar to the archetype of of Christopher Reeve. Yeah. So, I mean, so really, in reality, you're talking about, we're talking about an entire generation of comic book fans 
um, or individuals who were inspired to write comics or whatnot, you know, so that, you know, the, the entire comic book community is pretty much, you know, use the granddad of the superhero film. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess technically that would be the case. That was the, I mean, really in reality, that is probably the first in the modern era. That's probably the first superhero movie to do well. That was, you know, legit. And like I said, I want to use, I keep using that word, but um, to have it uh, not just like for kids. You know? Yeah. I mean, in fairness, it takes them what? It takes them another nine years to put Batman on. That was 79. Right? Was it 78 or 79? 78. Or I remember seeing that in the theater and I was just so scared that opening scene when Krypton is destroyed and all these people falling down this endless chasm. Mm-hmm. I was just so scared. I remember seeing that when I was a little kid. But the point being, I mean, it took them nine. It took them nine years to get Batman. A decade, yeah, to put Tim Burton's Batman to catapult the superhero genre. And then you know, like after Superman, Superman two was good, and three was, eh, and then four just uh, was bad. Four, four was bad. When when hey, he fought Nuclear Man on the moon, it's like, oh boy. Hey man, they're the, um, the the Richard Pryor created Kryptonite, even though he put tar in it. You know? He put something uh, tobacco or something over here. Tobacco or something in there. Oh my god! <laughs> not a great. It's not yeah, a great. He three D printed some uh, Kryptonite and it turned him into an evil Superman, and then he had to fight each other in a junkyard. And it, yeah, it, yeah oh, you just have to be there, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, and the evil Superman bangs the blonde chick. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. So yeah, the Superman genre was was we have a great deal of uh, debt to to in in uh, to, to Richard Donner. So well, raise your glass to Richard Donner. Well, Rest in I'm peace and thank you. Amen. The thing is, too, that's interesting to me is on top of that. Mm-hmm. In the last 20 years, Richard Donner has done comics with Jeff Johns for mm-hmm. Superman. So that's yeah. out there, too. Yeah. yeah. So we'll He cared about there. the franchise. He he knows that his name is forever going to be attached to it. Right. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't... You that's know. a heck of a way to go. Well, but look at the impression he left, man. Yeah, and it's at your disposal. Yeah, it went to the what was it the fortieth anniversary uh, in the theaters of the release of the Superman film. Mm-hmm. Because it was sales twenty nine twenty eighteen twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So I was there, man. I was still still very important. I saw. I was looking at that Mafex one uh, twelfth scale uh, Christopher Reeve Superman figure, and it looks pretty cool. Uh, well, I know because some of the some of the head sculpts they don't get Christopher Reeve's face quite right, but this one was actually but, pretty but not too bad looking. It'd be pretty cool to have on my shelf. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, if they get to the point where it's closer to fine, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I just but yeah, I. And it's funny looking up stuff on Richard Donner. I mean, I, you know, my. I'm like, you know, Mike, you were like, okay, I didn't realize he did this or this and that. I mean, 
I was aware that he did the lethal weapons. I was yeah. aware of the fact that he about Goonies, but it's some of the other projects that he's been involved with where you know, I, I you know I guess you really got to put him up there you yeah. know in the in that team picture of you know when we're talking about the modern era of movie makers. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, <coughs> and he was present in '60s television too. He helped shape right. that too. I mean. I guess uh, we owe a lot to this gentleman. Yes, we do. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, to me, it's interesting because it's like, I don't know that I would put him in the same... Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd say he's in the same vein as some, like a Lucas or or a, or a Spielberg or something. You know what I mean? But the body of work is there. Well, yeah. would you say Rod Steiger, maybe? I don't know. I mean, you know, Richard, you know, Rod, I'm not saying, uh, Serling, Rod Serling, sorry. I was going to say Rod Steiger, what? Oops. Yeah, my my sister had his album back in the day. Yeah. Hey, man, in the end, nobody nobody beats Matthew Sweet. We know that. Oh, we can't draw Matthew Sweet now, okay? I, don't know. I was just telling, I was reminding my sister, it was 28 years ago when I saw Matthew Sweet at the Petrilla Shell on Taste of Chicago. Mm-hmm. He's just about to put out his, uh, his fourth album, and mm-hmm. I didn't know any of these songs, but I was in the Petrillo, I was in front of the Petrillo shell, and I was sweating my ass off, and it was really hot out there that day. But that was pretty, he still put on a good show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, uh, we've, 28 we've years a... ago. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we've been on several occasions, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> always consistently good a lot of energy a lot of life you know a lot of love in what he was doing you know and uh, yeah no Ooh, Richard of... Donner or Matthew Sweet <laughs> Matthew Sweet Matthew right. Sweet Rod Steiger yeah he, he was an actor Rod Steiger Rod Steiger he was with Sidney Poitier in the Heat of the Night I meant Rod Sterling my, he played he played Al Capone Rod, Rod Sterling Rod Steiger and Matthew Sweet right. in <laughs> you know, they in the Richard Donner biography. <laughs> yeah, hey, and of course the villain. The villain is Arnold Schwarzenegger on a Segway. <laughs> oh God, I heard I saw this one Terminator meme. Where <laughs> like, it's like, so you retired? He's like, yeah, so I, I kill bugs now. I am an ex-Terminator. Well, if he was a business owner, he would be a determinator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if he was the above number, he'd be a numerator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he's into kink, he'll be a dominator. <laughs> if he's not busy being an instigator. <laughs> okay, I tried. Uh, so we got any other news this week? Order. By the time we're done with this joke, if we're going to need a litigator, is what we're going to need. <laughs> okay. Touche, Jim. Touche. Ah, uh, yes. I can see. Well played. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just laugh because I'm like, yeah, we really are. This joke is getting st- st- stupidator. <laughs> 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 
Is this whole thing substantiated? No. <laughs> hey, maybe we should take maybe we should take heed from the Iron Sheik who says, "Go to bed, fuckface." There you go. <laughs> How did the Iron Sheik celebrate the Fourth of July? Let's find out. Follow, follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter. It's the Iron Sheik. Tweet of Let's the week. See. Happy 4th of July to all my intelligent fans in the greatest country in the world. Hey. He doesn't, uh... Hey. Okay. He, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. The big news from Sheik is, is that he has heat with Panda Express. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, apparently, Panda Express... Uh, he or Panda Express, you you have heat with me, Bubba. I order a three item plate, and when I get home and eat it, there is no fucking fortune cookie. You dumb son of a bitch! My day is ruined. Little <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the delivery. <laughs> well, it is chic. I mean, you see well, this guess- this this um, I forget where where this was at. I think it was at a. Uh, where, the baseball game where the the dude catches the ball while he's holding the the baby. Okay. <laughs> Why is he holding a baby? Because he's holding a baby. He's at a baseball game. He's got a baby with him, but he happens to catch the ball with his left <laughs> hand while he's holding the baby with his right hand. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! No. What? Why? Why is this? Why is this? Why is this slightly bad? I mean, I hope I'm not misconstruing it in any Yeah, Rich, actually, William Shatner posted because Richard Donner directed that famous episode where Shatner is, there's something on the wing. So William there's Shatner uh, passed, uh, he, he posted uh, about um, about the Richard uh, Donner passing. He says there's it was some- supposed to be a four-day shoot, and they cut it in half. They kept us there all night on second day to finish it. We were sleep deprived. I don't have any. I don't. Uh, he says he was a wonderful director. He said. Wow, amazing. <sighs> to the end. Yeah. Uh, let's Anything see. else from the Iron Sheik? Under the bridge downtown, that's where I drew some blood when I beat the fuck out of that Hollywood Hulk, <laughs> Hollywood blonde jabroni, jabroni Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Uh, hello, Pat Sajak. I would like to buy a fucking vowel. <laughs> London Bridge is falling down. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Anytime you just call my name my name out loud, I'll be knocking on your door. I come to break your fucking jabroni's back. <laughs> Almost got it. <laughs> uh, as your trusted advisor, don't be a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, if you are in the Wiggle House today, I swear to Jesus, I break your fucking neck. <laughs> the Jiggle House? The Wiggle. The Wiggle House. Maybe he's got a problem with the Wiggles? Wow, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I got nothing. That's 
Well, you've exhausted that. <laughs> are we? Are we? Are we ready to see Black Widow? Yeah, I am. Yes, I am. There was a clip. There, they they played a clip. I left the room because so I'm like, no, an exclusive preview uh, from the Black Widow coming July 9th, and I'm like, oh no, I have to leave the room because I don't want to watch the film before I see the film. So where does this fall in? Between Civil War and Infinity War. That's where I think. <coughs> that's where I think it falls. Maybe it falls. Maybe when she's when she goes into hiding after uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Maybe it falls between those two, like Winter Soldier and Civil War. But I was under the presumption this this takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. It might. I do not know. No, we're going to find out. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man, there's going to be weenies and burgers and all kinds of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's going to be the best time. Well, man. As of now, they're calling for mid to upper 70s and a 30% chance of showers. So hopefully we oh, won't get rained out. Oh, it's going to be a pretty day. Oh, now they're <laughs> saying 50% chance of storms. Shit. Pizza well, it is. Sold. You know what? Hey, let's soldier on. You know, damn the torpedoes. You know what I mean? Mm. That's all right. I'll have Ivan to hold the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make a great ground, wouldn't I? Who in turn will have Julie hold the umbrella? (laughs) No, she'll she'll, uh, be busy petting petting the cat. (laughs) Hey, um, I don't know if I could... Mike, I don't know if you can look and find this. Screen Rant is claiming that Hugh Jackman's hinting hinting to a return as Wolverine. I, he, you know, I only saw Logan once, and it was a perfect exit for Hugh Jackman's Wolverine character. He's getting uh, too old to play Wolverine. He might be jacked still. He's getting too old to play it. Get somebody else well, to play Wolverine. He, well, he is jacked man. So. Yes, he is jacked man. But, I mean, he's still, like, you like it, like, how paunchy he was in the first X-Men, and then, like, how muscular he was in Logan and, uh, and uh, X3. Or, I mean, uh, Days of Future Past. Mm. Right. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's getting too old. Like, okay, well, I'm apparently sure. there's he put something up on his is this Instagram? I don't some know. Sort of One of those. Of him with some sort of picture of of a fist with 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 the spikes coming out like the claws, and then he had another he had another out there about with a picture of him and Kevin Feige together. So. Mm. Who knows? Maybe another multiverse thing. Who knows? Well, that would be my thought. Is yeah. that I think that's the if they did it, I think that's the real answer. Is is that is a one off yeah, multiverse? Well, yeah. Or he could be uh, from Wolverine from a different, you know. Yeah. You get the idea. So okay, I guess that'll do this week. Yeah. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe, you know, and the content. Download the show. You're on usual podcast hosting platforms iTunes, Google, Spotify. Anchor.fm slash SOTRT is the easiest way on your home computer. Yeah, do it or I make you humble, bitch. That's right. Breaker and Overcast are also the smaller ones as well. I think Radio Radio Public. I'm not sure. But, um,. And we're on Facebook. Follow us there. We got some memes to share and 
geek news articles and just sometimes just funny stuff. Java and Ivan is Ivan's handle on Twitch. Yeah. Jeff is yeah. everywhere at Steinamite Productions. Email us with comments, questions, threats, insults. We don't care. It's on TRT Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today here on uh, the news of the squares of the round table. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we don't do the news anymore. I, mean, I, I don't even want to know how that happens. <laughs> it, must have been, it must have been a quote from Rod Steiger. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> All right. <now. clears throat> Cough, cheese, sneeze. Cough, die, cough. It, well, it did. See you next week.